0: What? It's the 2020 podcast. What? It's the 2020 podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Yo, it is your boy LP Dangerously hosting. This week's 20 by 20 podcast I'm here at headquarters alone this week Trying to figure out where Mr. Nathan McFly is at Uh, Let me just give him a quick call See if he can actually join us Because he is not present at the moment with me But we got a long show this week We got uh, the SummerSlam uh, results We got takeover results We got what happened after the fallout on Raw on SmackDown, but as we do that, we just uh, catch Mr. McFly. Hopefully, he answers our phone call right now. Let's see if he's getting our phone call. Hopefully, he's safe. Yo, 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 is this Mr. Nathan McFly himself? You already know, my boy, what's going on? What is going on, bro? So, I'm trying to figure out where are your whereabouts. The 25, 20 right. listeners need to know.
1: <laughs> well, my friend and everybody listening at home, I'm at, which was, I guess, you could say the site for WrestleMania this year? I'm in New
0: Orleans, David. Oh, you in New Orleans? I'm in New Orleans, David. Ah. Nice, nice. That's very nice. Yeah, scene. yeah.
1: Me, me and uh, and the lovely lady went for a nice little getaway for a couple of
0: days, you know. I respect. I respect. I respect that. I respect that. Uh, I'm hoping I'm not pulling you away from your vacation right now, man. So we could uh talk about what went no, on. To chop it up with you, man. You know, the lady got all we'll
1: fixed up. We're gonna go out to dinner tonight. So while uh, she's doing that, I got some time. I got some time, cuz.
0: I, I don't know if you want to uh, start off with SummerSlam or what went down on TakeOver. What What do you want to do?
1: Well, the first thing I want to say is how live Brooklyn was for four days straight. Whew. Phenomenal.
0: That was, that's Brooklyn definitely true. was
1: beyond live, man. I loved it. I loved it.
0: That is but, so true. Yeah,
1: man. The, the first thing I think we got to start off with is how
0: NXT blew the roof off night one. From the beginning. From so, the beginning. From the beginning. It was... It, 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 what, a, what a crazy show was. Like... It was. It was, bro. What was your favorite match? Oh, man. Honestly, I'm going to say the gargano Chompa match. Yeah? That did not disappoint me. Not one bit. I, no, no. Bro, I, I already knew Gargano and Champa weren't going to disappoint. Yeah, I already knew that. Definitely. Definitely. Honestly, I can't even say what's a, a favorite of mine. I... I... I, I there's so many favorites like EC3 and Velveteen Dream was such a great match. The tag team Definitely. match with Mustache Mustache Mountain and um and uh and the Undisputed Era that was insane.
1: Beyond insane, no. man. And um yo, dude, but
0: how about Ricochet and Shane Adam Cole, bro? Oh, that was that just I, I, I during that match I thought I was watching ROH. <laughs> You know, I didn't
1: think To be honest with you Within that match I want to get to that match first I did not think That They were going to give Ricochet a win mm-hmm. I mean I already knew These guys were going to Put on a hell of a show I think I, I even think This is the
0: first time They've ever met in a ring uh, Adam Cole If and I'm not Ricochet? mistaken uh, I I believe but, They've uh, met uh, Previously In the independent the re- circuit But nothing like Nothing in this In this magnitude Not, not with a title On the line Or anything like that well, I mean that's something we gotta Google later, but
1: I mean, wow, what a performance they both put on. And then that when Ricochet was doing the flip off the rope and then and then Abico called him with the super kick. Oh my god. That shit was yo, that was executed so well. I was just like, yo, it, it, it was it wasn't a spot it wasn't a spot affair, the the whole the whole uh what you call the whole match. But my God, bro, was
0: that match amazing. Oh, that was, yeah, that match was great. Everything meant, everything meant something. Like when he, uh, that spot that you were just talking about when he did the, uh, the the somersault off the second rope and uh, Adam Cole caught him with that super kick. What a, what perfect timing. And that meant something that, that showed everybody that Adam Cole was ahead of Ricochet in the game during the match, you know, like it was exactly showing us what the story was unfolding, you know, like Adam Cole was one step ahead. Can Ricochet make it out with the title? And it was a surprise win to myself also. Like, I, I did not expect Ricochet really to walk away with it. Uh, I'm happy that he did. Because now we get to yeah. see a, a feud between Ricochet and Adam Cole that will mean something for that title. They're going to make that title mean something extra. And then the way he won it, too, was amazing. I
1: mean, he won it with that 630 splash. Oh, yeah. That senton, oh, they all perfectly hit, man. Yeah. Oh. Perfectly.
0: Yeah, I, I, I Ricochet is nuts. Like his, his, uh, uh, the way his athleticism is, his flexibility, he, like oh, the way he just does these uh, uh somersaults corkscrews is, is just insane. Like he he's just so fluent in the air. Yep, oh, definitely, man. definitely. But yeah, the aerial
1: can't... assassin kid.
0: Yeah, the, I it... guess
1: uh you know Will Ospreay No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah, know definitely. that's what he calls himself, but you can't leave out Ricochet, now
0: No, you can't. You
1: can't. Can't leave out Ricochet on
0: that one. Oh, honestly, I I I I don't mean to cut you off, bro, but I think you're right. I think uh, this is the first time that Adam Cole and Ricochet fought. It is right because I even through the innings I don't remember them meeting up. Nah, I don't see anything of of uh, reminiscent. Oh, matter of fact, uh, tag team matches. You know, with the Young Bucks. And Adam Cole versus Ricochet and other people. You know, those uh, three, four-man tag team matches that went down. Like yeah, I yeah, but that, that doesn't give you what what they just put on, man. Nah, that does yeah, not exactly. give you any, anything. We close. didn't get the full experience until last until exactly. Saturday. Yeah, that definitely was an awesome match, though, man. Yeah, and then, um, like you said,
1: the Velveteen and EC3 match. Yo, they are such so, so show, showmen that just their entrance alone was, like,
0: Fire off the entrance. They should
1: have got a star for the
0: match. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> yo, Velvet team, when he came out with those tights. The uh, call me up, Vince.
1: <laughs> yo, fire, fire. Yo, he has no hair
0: on his top. Uh, question. Do you know if uh he got any uh, any uh you know negative uh feedback about those tights from like you know the office or anything? You heard of anything? I haven't really heard much about that. No, I haven't heard
1: anything about it. I heard that um they just took it as a joke, you know, like they actually thought that was good on his part, you know, it fits his character. Yeah. And saying that he is the whole show. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I can't blame him. Honestly, I saw the I saw like a, a response from like uh Triple H on Twitter or a matter of fact it was on a, a wrestling report. I can't tell you exactly where it's from right now, probably uh cage okay. or something like that, or Wrestle Inc. I mean Wrestling Inc. Uh, but they wrote down that uh, somebody asked if, uh, you know, there was any, uh, you know, re- repercussions for Velveteen for the tights. And they asked Triple H about it. And they were like, did you, you know, make, did you, you know, feel a certain way? Did Vince feel a certain way? And he was like, who, Vincent Man? Vince Man, what do you even know? That's to him. Like, you know, uh, Velveteen has a friend named Vince. You don't know. <laughs> like, you just don't know. I thought it was just the perfect answer. Perfect, like I was perfect. just like, yeah, exactly. Like Triple H answered that just like exa- exactly why how it, I expected Triple H would answer it, answer it. But it was good though. I thought that was good. Yeah, I see, I see, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking
1: about. I was just looking at it right now. He says he also admires, you know, for him taking that risk and going out there. He really admired that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, man. You gotta admire a risk taker, man. Like it's different. You got it. You got to change it up after a while, you know. Definitely, bro. But yeah. Um, uh, but what, um, another another really
1: good match was um, uh, Mustache Mountain and uh, Undisputed Era. Oh, that's actually. So I'm about to, to start going back inside because I'm, I'm on the balcony right now, and they're
0: starting a lot of music out
1: here. Uh,
0: so I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear me. Nah, I'm, you're good right now. You're good, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you gotta get inside, get inside. But yeah, that tag team match was awesome. Mustache Mountain, Mustache Mountain, and uh, Undisputed ever definitely put on the show.
1: I was oh, expecting yeah, they definitely put on the show. And I like how they played the the factor in with the, the throwing in the towel, like how they had to do it before. Oh yeah. Because Tyler Bates. Uh, well, no, it wasn't Tyler Bates. But yeah, it was Tyler Bates that was gonna throw in the towel.
0: Yeah. And Trent Seven was in that leg lock. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I appreciate that old school tactic. You know. Definitely,
1: definitely, man. They really brought they, they brought
0: the A game, yo, man. Undisputed era, I think they're gonna have that those titles until maybe a weekend. Mm, mm, I could see that. I was I was actually hoping for Mustache Mountain to take it, but uh, uh, the way that the way that match went, I could I see what you're seeing, honestly. How yeah. Undisputed era is and one that- of the best tag teams that they have on NXT. And when Bobby yeah, Fisher man. comes, and when Bobby, uh, when Bobby Fisher, uh, when Bobby Fisher Bobby comes free. back. I mean, Bobby Fish. When he comes back, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a, a crazy dynamic we're, we're gonna see. You know, it's gonna be either Kyle Riley's gonna stick with. Uh, they're uh, gonna freebird it. Yeah, uh, they're gonna either free-bird it or is he gonna stick with uh uh Roderick Strong or is he gonna go back to Red Dragon or what used to be Red Dragon? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're going
1: to freebird it. I think they're going to let all three of them, you know, you know, chill with it. But that's the thing. When I seen them win, that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, they can't have Adam Cole boost. So Man. now Adam Cole don't got a belt. So what they're going to do, they are they going to swap it back later on? You know, like, I want to know how that story is going to pan out
0: with, uh, with Shane and Adam Cole after, after NXT Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Uh, this uh, NXT should be good this week coming up. Definitely.
1: Yeah man, there's
0: something it's something something to to watch, but keep your eye on. Definitely, definitely. Uh but yeah, uh Undisputed Error obviously won the title from I mean kept the title on Takeover. So you wanna move on to the next match? Uh yeah, and then the next one was uh Kyrie Singh. She defeated Santa Baszler. Yeah. She I caught her with I, a roller pin. well not like a roller pin, but a pin mid submission. Yeah, man, I I was very surprised on that one too, man. Mm-hmm. But you know they needed they needed a change. Maybe there's a call-up coming. Maybe. Maybe. I don't I don't see a call-up coming anytime soon though. But I think I, I, I think this was a good move for NXT to have a new champion. Shayna Baszler is good as a champ, but I think she needs to build better on the mic. No, no, definitely. Her, her mic work has to has
1: to get better. But maybe this is uh maybe this is a story that they're trying to build into going
0: into um, evolution. Ooh, yeah, that's true Cause too. Cause they gotta start. Yeah, they, I, I, that's what I
1: think. Summerslam and NXT Brooklyn was for, especially the women matches. So they could build up, you know, some type of buzz going into Evolution.
0: Yeah, you know, that's
1: the first pay per view for all women pay per view. They got they got to make sure you know they come out swinging on this one.
0: Yeah, very true. That's very true, bro. You're right about and, that where we at alright so,
1: so alright re- we had Tyree Sane Shayna Baszler Ricochet Adam Cole Velveteen 3 ec 3 Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain.
0: did we say who won Velveteen versus but, EC3 it was Velveteen Dream that won over EC3 what'd you think about yeah, that yeah he went over yeah I know what'd you think about that uh that's
1: the second big match that EC3 has lost that's the first thing that came to
0: mind yeah I yeah, think man. I think it was a good call for NXT to do that. Honestly.
1: Yeah, I was just I didn't know where they were gonna go with that because remember he lost in the NXT tape to Johnny Grandano.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're right about that.
1: And then now he lost at a pay per view event uh, to Dream. Like his pay per view showing so far has not has uh, not been um, EC three like I
0: guess you could say. Mm. I got you. You I know what I mean. Jimmy he was in that six-way match and that, that
1: match didn't really hurt him too much because it was you know there was five other competitors there so it's like you know only one guy could be winning and you know the one with Grangano, I mean they needed to you know help build up some buzz for Grangano mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. into I guess the match he just had with Ciampa. Yeah. but now with Velvet Dream they're just keeping Dream's like you know record going so I don't know I don't I don't know what they're trying to do with EC3, to be honest with you. He has a great gimmick, you know, he has a great look to fix the gimmick, but what are you doing with him, you know, like, is he, is he more than just NXT? He is Is more. Is he a main roster dude that can hold a secondary title?
0: He is. They
1: have to do something with him because he's, he's money on the mic, you see him there. Hey,
0: hey, don't. Don't call it quits on EC3 just yet. Remember, he just came in like a couple of months ago, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right now, it's too soon to give him any type of uh, uh, vision. You know, right now they're giving him the perfect matches to to introduce people to. You know, Velveteen Dream was obvious choice to pick to go over because at the long run, EC3 is gonna be in the main roster. He's gonna end up holding either IC title or the championship title in the next three to four years, you know, once he moves up from NXT, happens, but before he moves potential. from
1: maybe N- even a match with John Cena would
0: be oh man, that would be insane, that would be insane, you know, I, I can't, I can't, my mind can't even imagine that right now, that's how insane that is, John Cena, EC3 in the same ring together, I can't see it, I can't see it in my head, not yet, not yet, I want to see something built to that, it seems like an awesome idea though. Man, man, but I don't know. I mean,
1: NXT has just so much talent, bro. It's
0: insane. They do, but at the same time, hey, man, like, NXT has a lot of only, talent, but at the same time, they don't. Don't get it twisted. We only get to see an There's hour of week shows. Everybody that lost in one of these matches we were talking about can
1: easily be champions somewhere
0: else. Of course, of course. But that's because they you put know, in like all that work really to be that man. type of champion, you know? Like We've seen EC3 run the ropes through Evolve and TNA and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's, There's reasons why WWE treat what we think is high talent in the indies. The way they treat them in their ro- rosters from NXT to WWE. So I don't blame them. I wouldn't even call them burying. I wouldn't, I'll just say I don't blame them for not putting over EC3. They have bigger plans involved for him. And it's going to end up bringing back velveteen dream in the mix we're gonna end up seeing adam cole in the mix we're gonna see a bunch of guys around ec3 and we're gonna see the big picture soon enough where we're like that's this is perfect timing everything's just right you know yeah that's why i wasn't mad about that i was glad velveteen won i could see the future is bright for ec3 right now it's about velveteen dream you're right. You're right, brother. You know, but, but yo, um, let's move on to the main event, man. That main event.
1: Yo, but before we go on the main event, I forgot um, the Pete Zach Gibson match.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. For
1: the UK title. I mean they they had they had a match um, for the for the, U, in the UK final the tournament of the finals. That was the match, but they mm-hmm. just had another one, and you know it was it was good. No, yeah, that Not was a legit match. Matches, but I just wish that it wasn't. Just for broadcast, like I wish it was part of the event. Yeah, I
0: know. I know.
1: You know, but then you know they got a match. The one we're about to talk about,
0: Chopper and Gargano, they went 33 minutes. Insane, 33 minutes too. Yeah,
1: you're you're, you're, like every every match before that one, averaged at least like
0: 15 minutes, mm -hmm. easy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was just crazy, man. These these guys was putting on some work, man, the whole night. And. uh, they didn't even keep it just inside the ring They destroyed the ring They went up the ring They took it all over the place Those guys were trying to tear sh- each other's head Yo, off
1: dude, that finish, man
0: I was I was love. I love that finish
1: Yo, that, that finish had my mind All messed up, bro Because I'm like, alright He's about to kill it with the knee Gargano's about to kill Champa with the knee He Hits did him with the knee And then And then, you know Just messes himself over of course. Cost himself the match. The way he costs out Black the match. I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe this. I was but, like he's not gonna get out. And all you see is Chomper roll over and stand on his on his legs. I'm like, You gotta be kidding
0: me. It, it was perfect though. You. It was such a perfect oh ending. Oh
1: my god. Gargano
0: so handcuffed him. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Gargano handcuffed him in the wrong place. He set up the wrong move at the wrong time at the wrong location. It's all Gargano's fault. Champa was just a victim of Gargano's actions. That's all it was. It's all oh it really was. Oh, my God. Gargano's just a victim of himself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. If he got to blame anybody for never being champion in NXT, he you blames you blame himself. he got to blame himself. Can't blame anybody else but yourself. But exactly. <laughs> I, just, I just love the fact that at moments, you can see Champa's face, and like in his eyes, he was just hoping for the match to end. Like, just stop beating me up, dude. Just please. <laughs> yeah, he was saying, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. He was begging that moment. <laughs> yeah, I was loving that. I was like, Yo, this is. Oh, it was just great storytelling. It, th- you said it was 33 minutes. Ain't even feel like 33 minutes. I felt like that was one yeah. of the shortest matches they had on that pay per view. It was amazing, man. Exactly. It was, amazing, it was such high impact, man. It was. Oh. They ripped off the the cushion off the ring. Uh, they showed all the wooden the the the, the wood under the, the the mat and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, they just it, it, and and they almost destroyed the 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 ram the entranceway and everything. Oh it was just great. It was just great. They just used everything around the whole environment, man. I think if there was I, love a, it. I think if WWE allowed it, they would have thrown the audience member at each other just at one moment. It's like when somebody gets gets thrown at somebody. Oh, man, I just loved it. I loved it all. Nah, yeah, it was definitely NXT. Definitely did not disappoint this week. Nah, definitely didn't. Uh, yo, so uh, NXT we ran through. It was it was short too. Like honestly, like it was just Like so, like every other NXT um,
1: NXT show, it's like about two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm not they, saying they that. It's just like two they just
0: give you enough yeah exactly and I'm not even just saying that I'm I'm saying like by cards like it was only six matches in the card mm-hmm. so it was just like when you put it, when it
1: you put it all together yeah it was six cause they had they had two that weren't part they were like part of the pre-show and
0: then they had four matches yeah 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 you're right you're definitely right but NXT obviously put on a hell of a show what a way to start the weekend was was NXT Saturday oh man you can't, you can't start it any other way, man. Nah, and then it led us right into SummerSlam. So, you want to get into the results of SummerSlam? The party of the summer. And it was yes, a party the indeed this party year. the party of the summer. This year. And they started off red hot. I mean, uh-huh. I, to be honest, I really,
1: really don't want to go, to go through the, pre, the pre-show the pre matches yet. Okay. But that first match to start off the SummerSlam pay-per-view, that Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Was a showcase like it was? They put a clinic on. Yeah. If anybody wants to know how to put on a good match and go at least twenty minutes, you're gonna watch this one. I mean, in the beginning, I I wasn't really hyped about it because we've seen it a couple of times already, and I was thinking they were gonna give Seth Balor a chance, but they didn't disappoint, man. I didn't want to disappoint.
0: No, they didn't disappoint at all this time around. Like what? Well, like you said, it was a red hot opener. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Obviously, we've seen them previously, but this time, the added element was Dean Ambrose. And what an unpredictable element he was in that match. Yeah, because everybody thought he was going to turn on Seth. I I'm pretty sure everybody that was
1: watching this was like, all right, they were waiting for Dean Ambrose heel turn. They were waiting on it. They didn't get it.
0: Either that or caused uh, caused Seth Rollins to match. And he didn't even do either of that. He kept his position. Stayed as Seth's, you know, big man outside the ring. Made sure uh, Drew McIntyre didn't get involved. They got into the fight. You know, he got uh, Drew McIntyre got hit with the dirty deeds outside the ring and stuff like that. Seth Rollins yep. did a did an inverted. He did an inverted
1: yeah, suplex, it's superplex
0: into like it, a, a a a a falcon arrow, a spinning falcon arrow. Oh my God, like. These guys put on one hell of a show just to open up that map, just to open up the pay-per-view. The match itself was 22 minutes long. Yeah. You know and, 22 minutes on the dot from what Wikipedia's saying. That's insane. That's insane. If it's on the dot, that's insane.
1: <laughs> and one thing I noticed about like a lot of these matches, they didn't go on too long. I mean, I'm looking at the times for the matches. They, there was only three matches that went over 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And now, Miz, Miz and Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, and Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. A lot of the other matches were
0: about six minutes, ten minutes. Yo. You had, had, what, like about three squash matches? I was just. let not me I don't mean to interrupt you, Mr. McFly. Mr. McFly, I don't mean to interrupt you, sir. But I just want to run <laughs> through the three squash matches that we had to endure. For SummerSlam, I'm not disappointed that we had three squash matches. I am just surprised. The only
1: one I was disappointed about was uh, Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens. Even though it, you know, realistically that could happen just just the way it did. Exactly. I just thought they would
0: give Kevin Owens more of a fighting chance. I I completely agree, but I like I was just more surprised that we saw three squash matches on one pay per view. That's what took me off guard. I saw the Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens thing coming that, going into that route, you know. I wasn't expecting Kevin Owens to do too much. I was actually expecting him to find a way to win without getting physically involved with Braun Strowman. But that didn't happen. He just got beat the hell up. Then we had Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Oh, I'm sorry. Not just Finn Balor, but the Demon King himself the
1: Demon King came out and he just made Baron Corbin his
0: bitch bro <laughs> yeah there was no other way of saying it you can't there's no other way of explaining that he seriously <laughs> he did as beat the living daylights out of Baron Corbin I did not Uh-oh, see God, not one a, a defensive attack on Finn Balor you know like it was just straight Finn Balor just straight decimated Baron Corbin I was surprised they allowed yep. that. I was actually surprised they allowed that to go down the way they did. But I was. Yeah, they, they did though. They let yeah, it go down. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying we all saw enough of Finn Balor and Baron Corbin on like SmackDowns that's past, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually I, I was more glad that we saw the Demon King. I I thought we were really really get to see that. Yeah,
1: it, it gave the match a different element that it needed,
0: you know. Yeah, and this story, and this story. Yeah. And then what else did we have? What, what was the third squash match that went down? Uh, well, I mean, it, it wasn't a minute, a
1: minute something. It was actually four minutes, the Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss. Hmm. That's right. But it was, it was four minutes of Ronda Rousey beating the living hell out of Alexa Bliss.
0: That's... So... Alright, so this is my quick question. Since it's still a one-sided fight, and you just said it's not a one-minute fight, it was four minutes... What would you consider a squash match? Because it's still a, one, a one-sided fight, no matter what. No,
1: no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, it, to me, a squash match is a one-sided fight. It doesn't go on go on for long. Like, four minutes is like, eh, it's like borderline. But it's still a squash. Like, when you look at it, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this, this girl didn't get no offense.
0: Yeah, whatsoever. exactly. Alexa Bliss you know, just got tossed around everywhere. Exactly.
1: I mean... Of course, you know John Cena got tossed around by Brock Lesnar, but that that was going on for like about a good twelve minutes, <laughs> I think. You know when he when he gave him like those sixteen suplexes. May we never forget? <laughs> <You> know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like that that wasn't a squash; it was just a beating. Yeah, yeah. I guess you, could, you know what you, we can say this was a beating as well because they God Alexa Bliss double jointed because the way. Ronda Rousey was just twisting and bending her arm, made her
0: look like a little Stretch Armstrong. Remember the toy? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, Her arm started to look like Stretch Armstrong, bro. Oh man, I, I felt for I felt for Alexa Bliss, but there was one time where we felt for Alexa Bliss very long ago when she fought Becky Lynch and she pulled the same tactic with the double jointness, and we all thought her arm broke. Now I don't feel that bad. I don't. I know that she's double-jointed. I'm like, let's see how far your elbow could go. Let's see. Let's see if Ronda's real about this. But that w- yeah, she was... It, yeah, man, she was getting at it, bro. But yeah, definitely. Definitely, bro. Like, I was... On, yo, I, I wasn't expecting it to be a squash match as it was. I was kind of hoping for Alexa to show some defense. But... Yeah. They, the way they've been promoting Ronda Rousey, man, she hasn't disappointed yet. She has not disappointed
1: not at all, not at all, man. No, she's, she's always she's coming, she's coming prepared, coming
0: to fight when she gets in that ring. Yeah, man. She makes it look good too, bro. Definitely, definitely, bro, man. And, and it's exciting to see her. Now she's made it more exciting. Well, yeah! Yeah. I want to see who's
1: gonna who's gonna be the first person she's gonna defend that title
0: to. Oh Are yeah, that's right. She, she like won. Gets
1: a rematch or?
0: Well, I'm thinking since Helen the Cell is next, the next pay per view, she might get it. Uh, Alexa Bliss might get the the rematch at Hell in the South. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. You know, but we'll get Sorry, back to yeah. Hell in the South. I can see at that the end of... What was that? I can I see that happening. Yeah, right. Like that's that's what I could see. That's the only direction I see Ronda and Alexa going. That's the best option. Yeah. It's a, it's to fill in some time for that pay per view. I think everything right now from from here on should be about evolution. With the women.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got like, I, like I was saying earlier, they just built They got to build up the stories. They got to build, build up everything. I mean, now there already know for revolution. They're gonna have
0: Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, which is great. So you know, I'm pretty sure
1: she's not in the championship match for that. But whoever, whoever may be, you know, might be a good one, man.
0: Hey, why so. not?
1: Why not? Why not mix the brands and let uh Cena Baszler and. Ronda well, to go at it? I that, know they're they're good friends, but
0: throw a little rift be between the fight. four horse women of MMA. Yeah, that'd be a heck of a fight. Or oh, let
1: like the two champions go at it. Yeah, let her and Charlotte Flair go at it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, they remember they did that for Survivor Series. It was eight, AJ versus
0: Brock. Last time Brock
1: looked
0: good in the ring. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right, right definitely. That'd be awesome. A champion versus champion match. No, no yeah, title man, involved.
1: Just a champion versus champion. But um, there was there was one match I wasn't really feeling too much either. I mean, like you know the Bron. I just didn't feel the the outcome of the match, the and Kevin Owens. But one match I wasn't really feeling was the the New Day versus the Plunger Brothers. Mm. I guess just the way because of the way it ended, I'm like, oh, this is why like, wow. they beat the hell out of out of Biggie. And I'm like, oh man, I was like, this is how this is going to end. Well, like, at least end with somebody winning, or, you know, like, well, that disqualification of them hitting these guys with the, I don't
0: know, what, what, what it those, uh, mallets? Yeah, the mallets. That's the only yeah. thing I liked about the whole match, was the fact that they finally used the gimmick mallets. They yeah. rarely use them. You're coming out with weapons, and yet you don't use them. You have to well, use at least they these use weapons. Them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was—that was the only thing I was happy about. I was like, damn, we wait till SummerSlam for this. Like, this guy show up in SmackDown, or something. Let, let, let them I
1: mean, fucking. They, they have to make sure. They have to make sure they're using it for a great, um, for a great reason to take out the
0: big guy. Yeah, I get, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right about that. You're definitely right about that. I I just feel like to do it at SummerSlam, though. I think it could have led into SummerSlam to use it. You know. It could have been a better stipulation for that match. Yeah, but it—you know—the the way they directed it led into what we saw on SmackDown. I'll get into all of that later. I hope you could join me for that. Honestly. But if you can't. I get it. Yeah, you on uh, vacay. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm
0: going out to dinner in a few, so I don't knock you. I don't, don't just, knock you. I don't yeah, want to even hold to you up too to long, up bro. I'm gonna slam it then I'm gonna let you do your thing over there, kid. Exactly. I don't even want to hold you up too long. We're already 30 minutes in. I'm. I'm I feel like I'm already holding you too long. <laughs> so let's move on. We already spoke about Seth winning the IC title. We spoke about Ronda winning women the women's title. We spoke about the three squash matches that we saw, which Braun won, Ronda won, and uh, Finn Balor won. Uh, yeah. What else do we got going? Uh, uh, we got the the red hair assassin Becky Lynch beating beating the hell out of Charlotte Gray after that match. Oh, that's right. That triple threat. It wasn't so yeah, that bad. triple threat was pretty good. Exactly, but the fact the aftermath of it was even better. <laughs> Where...
1: That that made it. That made the whole match was what yeah, was what happened afterwards. I was just waiting for it. We saw it together. We were just waiting for it. Like, oh, please, please, just hit her, just hit her. And when she did,
0: the crowd loved it. Exactly. I was so excited when we finally got to see the real Irish last kicker show up. Yeah. She finally took her rage out, man. We needed to see that. I think that was the biggest pop throughout the whole weekend. No, definitely, bro. I was waiting on that
1: one. It
0: was insane. It was... I I was just so glad that that one slap in the face to Charlotte was everything that Becky Lynch was trying to tell her from the beginning, you know? Like she was just like, "Yo, uh, you're in my way. I'm trying to be the champ here. You keep getting in the way and you keep getting these it didn't even like it's, it's it's a weird thing cuz she's like her uh, Charlotte Flair's not really getting the easy way in. She's but she hasn't wrestled to get into that rat into that match. She only had to wrestle Char- uh uh Carmella and Obviously, that was an easy win Yeah, You know, she's getting it handed to
1: her And Becky's like, yo, I'm over here busting my ass Trying to do what I gotta do And you come over here messing up my plans Exactly Who you think you
0: are? Exactly And we finally We finally got that answer from Becky Lynch You know That's it, that's all we
1: needed, kid
0: Yeah, we got a new champion, which is Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch finally, uh I don't know if that friendship's done But I know This Robert. In the meantime, I think it's done Yeah? Oof yeah, I think it's done. Becky
1: coming, yo. Becky coming for her, bro.
0: Yeah, I hope so. She's coming for her head. She got the title now. She's got a code for her head.
1: She's she coming for her head, bro. That's it. Okay. Hell in the cell. Charlotte player
0: Becky Lynch. <laughs> I I hope that's a Hell in the Cell match. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome right there. I would love to see that match. That has so much emotion and so oh, it's 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 it, there's so mu- so many angles to that. It's, it Did uh oh. I love Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, like, together. Like, they just, yo, they, yo, <laughs> they them together is dope. Show, man. And not for nothing, Becky Lynch has put on a lot of work. Like, she's done a lot. She's been having a lot of TV time, having a lot of matches. She keeps showing how ill she is in the ring. And, yo, for I, I felt like it, it could have been good, Carmella and Becky. Adding Charlotte just adds another layer to Becky Lynch now. And I don't know if they were... I I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't know if they were trying to turn Becky heel. But the fans are loving Becky Lynch, bro. So there's no heel turn. Of course
1: they were going to love Becky after that one, bro. They were waiting for it. And they're like, yo, Charlotte's always in her way. She's going to snap. That's it. She snapped,
0: bro. Yep. True. Very true, bro. Very true. That's
1: it, kid. They should give her like a... Like a Conor McGregor
0: gimmick Just go around just whipping everybody's ass And just flipping Walking walking like she owns everything What they're doing with Mojo Rollins bro Have her talking that smack And beating everybody's ass Whoever's trying to knock her for it You know Breaking arms kid Exactly Exactly (laughs) Yo, let's uh move on to oh, Samoa Joe we and move AJ Styles. On, I, wanted to, I wanted to also say about that match.
1: Um, Carmella's been getting a, a lot better in the ring, man.
0: Oh yeah, no, she's gr- yeah, she's definitely gained her abilities. But like the way she is athletically in the ring has definitely grown. Like you can see, she's yeah, she's, she's, she's learned my- a lot better. She's learned how to throw drop kicks better. Her super kick has gotten nicer. Yeah, definitely,
1: it was a lot, a lot smoother.
0: Yeah exactly You're not seeing You're not seeing the distance Between her foot And the victim You know Like I I remember when she started throwing it You could see the distance Now she's getting closer To where she's (laughs) getting You know she's getting comfortable now So it's good Word But yo Uh, What we got next Uh, uh, AJ versus Samoa Joe
1: Yeah Samoa Joe and AJ Yo they They went They
0: went hard at the At the family angle bro Oof Did they (laughs) Yo, did they, bro? That was a hell of a-
1: that.
0: Oh, man. First off, that match was awesome from the beginning. Where Samoa Joe grabbed the mic and introduced AJ's wife. And trial. And, yo, just his family, like, at ringside. And Samoa Joe put the whole spotlight on them. And then he's calling. He's like, yo, after this match, you'll call me daddy. (laughs) Yo.
1: I think that
0: was a little much. A little oh, man. Much. I think I think this is just perfect, bro. Like, on the fact that we've seen these guys wrestle before, I don't think they've ever used this type of angle in the indies. But this is just perfect. This reminds me of Stone Cold versus Pillman.
1: Oh, man. Yo, when
0: he had when he had that 9mm. Oh, my God. That'd be insane. That, I, I don't see it going like that anymore, but... Guess, no, 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 no. Yeah, not But yeah, definitely I remember that though When Soko ran into his house <laughs> nah, but, <laughs> yo, Remember yo, before Soko ran in the crib? He, oh. like, beat up a couple of, he beat up a couple of his boys Yeah, and he threw and one a, of, the front of, a, of the crib. He threw a, a radio flyer What where, where was those? Those red rag- wagons?
1: Yeah, yo You know what's funny about that
0: right there That you just said? Yeah
1: He had Ryan Tillman's son On his podcast and he was like, that. I don't know if you remember, but you got me a new one. <laughs> He's like, I did? He's like, yeah, yeah, you broke. He's like, oh, that was yours. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like no, no, don't be sorry. You
0: got me a new one. <laughs> and Austin didn't even remember that. Yeah, well, he taken plenty of chair shots over the head, you know, and a couple of power yeah. drivers. I, I wouldn't blame if he can't remember. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, that is crazy, though. That's a crazy story. But yeah, oh, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, Put on a hell of a clinic. The way the match ended, I was... No, I like the way... I, I like the way this, this
1: was... uh this, 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 this disqualification, I like the way it ended, because... The way AJ snapped, and, like, he he kind of reminded me of his future Japan ways man, when he was a heel out
0: there. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right, man. Definitely right.
1: You know, that's the, that's the AJ style that people got to love all over again. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And they finally get to see that that type of style show up in WWE, yeah. you know. But and then,
1: you know, like they, then you see the softer side when he's seen his wife and his daughter. No, him apologizing to his daughter, like you know that that kind of like you know, I guess cooled it down a bit. You yeah. know, and you can see like it's just the emotion on his face. You know, you could read it off of his face.
0: Exactly. And,
1: it
0: just—it just told the whole match. It just told you the whole frustration that Joe had him go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I—I uh, I feel like the way they played it off at the end of it all, you know, the, uh, where the where his child, his daughter, was like, "Daddy, you're bleeding," you know, and, like just those little little tidbits that they gave us off, like with no mic, just with the camera. You can't really—you can hear them, but you can't hear them because the crowd is too loud. Man. Oh man, it was just perfect. Like you felt that real family, like feeling. You felt like the wife was concerned, the baby's concerned. AJ's just disappointed that his his child just had to see that. His, that not just the match, but his his actions after the match, the steel chair yeah. shots to Samoa Joe while he was on the floor, all everything. Him throwing them through the, the the announcer barricade and stuff. Oh man, it was it was just great storytelling. Those those two guys are definitely gonna give us a show. <laughs> like when AJ and Samoa Joe have a Hell in the Cell match, which I think this might go down to Hell in the Cell. Honestly, like I feel like this is gonna be the ne- nah, next yeah, move. Yeah, they're definitely
1: gonna be in the
0: cell. Yeah, I, that's exactly what cell. I'm saying. I feel like that's the next move for them. This has gotten too deep. It's gotten too emotional. That's it. AJ gotta end it. Yeah, I need to see blood. Somebody needs to be bleeding. <laughs> like somebody, somebody AJ needs to pay for the family that's involved now.
1: AJ got to end it, and Samoa Joe, I think he should get into uh, a storyline with Nakamura. Because he, he, to me, Joe, if he's going to stay on SmackDown, he needs one of those titles. Yes, yes. I, I, for, I for one, wouldn't like AJ to give up the WWE Championship okay. now. like I feel like he should at least have it for the calendar year. And he's getting there already because by November he's just gonna be one year ready with the title mm-hmm. and he's just the type of performer and the type of wrestler that WWE needs to hold that title high and with you know with the prestige that it, that it holds as well
0: yeah no you're right you're right bro you're definitely right about that he's definitely and, and not for nothing like he's made Smackdown very entertaining when he shows up people are really paying attention to what he's gotta say on the mic if he's not wrestling yeah but he He
1: got
0: to close out a show, man. I know. What's going on here? I know. I don't
1: think think he was the main event in
0: any any of the matches he had with that belt. Nah, he hasn't. And that's the only thing that disappointed me about the way the card was placed. That he was in the middle of the whole SummerSlam. But I get why they did it. Because at the ending of his segment was a real cool down period. With his daughter... and with, with with him interacting with his wife and daughter. So I get why they did it like that. No, no, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. get that because you can't end... You can't end the pay-per-view with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You gotta exactly. end it on a higher note. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I I, I... I... That was the only dislike I had. But I understood why they did it. But yo... Yeah. Since we're talking about Nakamura... Since you brought up Mac- Nakamura... You know... Let's get into that match with Jeff hardy versus nakamura and how jeff hardy came up short once again
1: yeah man he mm-hmm. came up short and i don't know to be
0: honest i wasn't feeling much you, you you wasn't digging it nah i wasn't digging it Uh ah, yeah I, I thought it was a pretty good match i thought you know jeff hardy jeff hardy and nakamura don't really have much of a chemistry in the ring but exactly. It, you could tell. You could tell too. Like they're they off. Exactly for what they gave us wasn't pretty bad. wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Right, they, yeah, they, they didn't. It,
1: you know, they didn't give us too much. They gave us just enough. Exactly. You know, just it, to hold over and then you know just get into the more important matches.
0: Yeah, with Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. like we at least we finished off the Jeff Hardy Shinsuke Nakamura thing. Like that's yeah. the only thing I was glad about. But you know, Shinsuke kept the title with that. Uh. Following that, we could talk about... Uh, let's talk about The Miz and Daniel Bryan, son. Yeah, yo, dude. The reason why I like the way that ended with, uh,
1: with the way he hit him with the brass knuckles is because it, it just prolongs the story, and that's what they need from those two. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and I know you're going to get into SmackDown later, but, you know, I was I was seeing SmackDown, and I seen that it's going to be a, mix, a mixed-match tag team between uh, him him, Brie Bella, and Miz, and
0: Maurice, I guess that's how you say your name? Maurice? Maurice, yes. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, it, it was a cool match. I mean, it went a little over 20 minutes.
0: Daniel Bryan was really punching him in the face. Yep. The yep. <laughs> Miz, Miz was
1: taking it. I mean, I, I got to see a little more.
0: Nah, I feel you It's been a very long time Since we have seen this I just gotta
1: see A little more from
0: them So I think they could put on A better match Nah, yeah I definitely agree with you I, Like, honestly I appreciated the match It was very physical Daniel Bryan was putting The beat down on On The Miz The Miz seemed like He was the victim Throughout most of the match Until he got the brass knucks Like, you know I appreciated everything It was very old school uh, You know, heel move Very old school ending With the heel Having the brass knucks And stuff The wife giving the brass knucks You know I I appreciated the ending of that match on the fact that we get to see more of The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. This isn't the end yeah. of it. This is just the start of it. Honestly, I'm glad The Miz won, because if The Miz would have lost against Daniel Bryan, there's no other reason to continue that feud. Yeah, it would have killed it. it would have killed it right then and there, they have nothing else with them. Exactly, exactly. You gotta you gotta build up this heat. The way The Miz is talking trash to Daniel Bryan is so great. So the Yo, just having him take the upper hand with brass knuckles, even better. And just on the fact that you announced the first some the first Hell in the Cell match that they announced on SmackDown. Yo, is is it wrong though? Like honestly, I I like this match that's going on with the Miz and Maurice versus Daniel Bryan and his wife Brie Bella. Yeah, I
1: guess. (laughs) I mean let's see what to be honest, let's just see what happens. Oh, Hell in a Cell is a dual brand, it's not just SmackDown pay-per-view okay.
0: No, I know, I know, I know what you mean, but still Okay,
1: okay, alright, All right. I'm just, I was just curious Because now I want to see what type matches, you know, they're going to have On the Raw side of things as well, you
0: know Yeah, I know, I know, they still haven't announced anything yet But we still got a month away from there But, uh Oh,
1: yeah, you're right, you're right I mean, I know, I know Brock Lesnar's going to probably want a
0: rematch Mmm, maybe Hopefully he'll be on the wall. I
1: heard, I heard, uh, Paul Heyman came out saying that Brock wants his rematch. He's like, not tonight, not next week, but at Hell in
0: the Cell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they haven't really officially announced it on, uh, WWE or anything like that. They've only announced...
1: No, no, there's no official announcement for it Exactly. not at
0: all. So we're just, we're just waiting to see what's going on Mm -hmm. next for Hell in the Cell. I think the first card, the first match for this card is good. The mixed match... You know, a husband and wife versus husband and wife. It's a good way it started. But why yeah, don't... Wh- not a fake husband and wife like a sister in John Cena, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hold
1: on, hold on. Let me uh, let me propose to you and then, you know, not, not really not really want to do it, but just do
0: it. Oh. Just to say, face. Heartbreaking. Heartbe- heartbreaking for Nikki Bella.
1: Yeah, man. Anyway, and you know, he finally came to his center, but it was
0: too late. It was far too hopefully, late for that. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: that's exactly what it was, bro. Oh. you know, hopefully now they could they could both live their best life and you know. Yeah, hopefully,
0: man. Like if they move on from that, they move on.
1: Exactly.
0: Just it's just upsetting that we had to waste as fans, like fifteen minutes for him to talk that nonsense and propose in front of thousands and thousands of people in the middle of a ring that's all i gotta yeah. say about that it was a moment it was a wrestlemania moment honestly. that we'll all forget to. <laughs> that we'll all forget <laughs> yo but yo let's finish off our results yeah man the we, main we're event just talking
1: something about it too yeah the main event bro roman reigns defeated brock lesnar yo within six minutes but within these six minutes
0: there was so much happening that it felt like it was 15 minutes long. To be exactly. Honest with you. First off, Braun Strowman came out. We were, I I, yeah. I assumed he's, he was gonna make it into a triple threat. I thought it was gonna be a triple threat.
1: That's what
0: I thought. But he's like, you am gonna just wait to see who wins, and then I'm gonna come through and uh, you know, beat one of y'all." Yeah, exactly. He was just waiting and waiting, and then he got beat up twice. <laughs> he
1: he just got he got f five and then he got speared.
0: Yeah, he got speared, matter of fact, before the F5, because Roman oh, yeah, Reigns right was trying to spear. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Brock threw him out the ring. He landed on Braun. Braun F5, I mean, well, Brock F5, Braun Strowman. And then when Brock Lesnar thought he had the upper hand with the steel chair, Roman Reigns came out with the win, which was surprising. That was pretty surprising I, I on how they he ended, ended that. He
1: beat him with just the spear, though. Oh, I, I, I thought it was going to be more than that, but he, he hit him with a couple of, like, in the beginning, he hit him with a couple of Superman puts to, you know, to wobble him up or whatever, but at the end, when he caught him with that spear, and that spear looked kind of
0: kind of stiff, too. Yeah, nothing, definitely. No, nah, yeah, it definitely looked stiff, and on the fact that that steel chair landed on Brock Lesnar's face, so did even more. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just like this. So it looked like he knocked himself out of the steel chair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that shit was comedic. But it was it was such a perfect ending.
1: Yeah, it was good. And finally, you know, at least they could, you know at least he got over that home because if they were if they were gonna have Roman lose another another time to this guy, I, I don't think I could
0: take that anymore. Yeah, seriously. I wouldn't wanna see him chasing that title again. I would wanna see yeah, him fall back. To be honest, yeah, not chase it and
1: Get somebody to take it off of Brock because
0: yo man, I'm like I'm like done with him with that. I was done with him in that title, bro. No, I understand. I understand definitely, bro. Like honestly was I, I, like I said, I was glad it was a perfect ending for that night. You know, the Brooklyn clock the Brooklyn crowd was half and half. They were cheering for Brock, they were cheering for Roman. You know, at a the moment they were
1: Roman won. Yeah. But when I, Roman won that that crowd kinda popped, bro.
0: You know, you know what sucked though? You know what sucks about the people that follow in the Roman hate at, at, at one point of that match They were chanting You both suck And I'm like That's not true Like that's definitely not they, true They
1: know, they know it themselves That
0: wasn't true exactly. They were just chanting it Just to be dicks, Just to be Like I was just like Why are you taking away from the match You gotta let the match Like live Let it breathe They're telling you the story From the beginning Like is that The win's not gonna happen From Jump Street Everybody thought Roman was gonna take the win In the second When he you know After the belt rang and he started throwing the Superman punches which I thought was perfect I thought I was like oh this is scumbag Roman like that's some healed shit going on but like that was the best tactic he got
1: no you're right you're definitely
0: right but yeah man. he needed
1: that though Roman needs to bring that side out of him because that's when he's himself
0: yeah very true very true bro you know what I'm saying that's when he's himself he could just be himself he needs to his dick sometimes Ah exactly That's exactly What he needed to be But yo bro Mr. You Nathan know, McFly man, we that up. I gotta go And get myself Pretty for the lady Yeah you gotta and, do What you do Thank uh, you very much Man for you joining know, us man, Yo take care of the show I know you can do it Yeah man you know get it man Get that recap going We're on Smackdown Everybody over there Listening Thank you for listening Yo This is Nathan McFly And I'm gonna sign out bro Nathan McFly Thank you bro Enjoy New Orleans bro Be safe out there. Don't get seafood sickness. That'll kill me. It won't (laughs) kill you. So enjoy that out there. Yo, I'll see you when you come back up in headquarters, bro. I got you. I'll hit you when I get back. All right, bro. Too sweet me when you see me, bro. You already knew. Peace. So that was Nathan McFly joining us for the SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver results. Uh. Besides that, the fallout of Raw and SmackDown was really insane this week. Honestly, I, I don't even know where to start. I'm 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 obviously going to start with Raw. Raw was crazy from the jump, where Roman Reigns came out and he offered a championship match to finally the one person that deserved it, Finn Balor, and that was accepted. First, Baron Corbin wasn't trying to let that live, but he, you know. He's just a constable. Angle came out. Let the match proceed to the main event. Gave Baron Corbin a match at the beginning of the show against Bobby Lashley. And we all know the result of that. Bobby Lashley came out on top. Taking the win over Baron Corbin. Which set the whole mood for Raw. And within that show, we got uh, Sasha Banks, Amber Moon, and Bailey versus the Riot Squad. The riot squad took the win on that one. That was a really good uh six woman tag team match. Uh we had Kurt Hawkins calling out Elias for a singles match. He's trying to have his defeated streak broken, and yet he's still defeated. <laughs> I don't even know how else to explain it. Like he's two hundred and nineteen or two hundred and twenty losses already. Ah, oh, Kurt Hawkins, what are you doing? What are you still showing up on TV? Uh, you yeah, had Authors of Pain beating Titus Worldwide on Raw. That wasn't really much of a match. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Auth- Authors of Pain right now. I really hope that they get a bigger story later on for the tag team titles. B-Team right now, just on the fact that they're holding it, is just upsetting to me. Uh, I, I, it's upsetting to me on the fact that they changed their theme music, and it's just such a university theme song. Like I feel like this is a perfect, perfect song for the Spirit Squad, that B team chant. And speaking of the B team, uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel both lost to the revival in single matches. Bo Dallas fought uh, Scott Dawson, who beat him with. Uh, kind of like a cradle DDT type of move and uh, Dash Wilder defeated Curtis Axel which I'm not surprised that that went down that way I don't know if they're trying to split up the revival but I feel like the revival needs they need to have some time with the title to be honest before they even get broken up to singles competitors I'm gonna move on from the rival, the revival against the B team because you know, right now there's feud is still going on. We also had uh Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler, with Dean Ambrose coming back into the ring for the first time since his injury. And uh he beat Ziggler with his dirty deeds after a reversal of the floating DDT. I, I honestly that match was really good in general. Like it's uh it's it's a different dynamic that Dean Ambrose brings finally. Like, he's he's bringing this face of unpredictability. You don't know if he's still gonna turn on stuff. You don't even know what he's even thinking with his eyes. Like it's just it's just high intensity with that guy. So you know, obviously they gave Dean Ambrose the win over that, and it wasn't disappointing at all. That match with those two guys was pff, they put on a the show. They put on a show. Uh, what else went down on Raw? Ah, Stephanie McMahon came out to present Ronda Rousey with her title. And it really didn't pan out the way Stephanie McMahon thought it would, where Ronda was going to just accept it and walk off into the sunset. Nah, Ronda wanted to make a point And, you know, she pointed out how Stephanie's in the middle of the ring by herself and how she wanted to have Ronda in the ring with her and be above the women and, you know, the champ but Ronda is uh, definitely almost turning into the stone cold of the women's division where (laughs) she called out Stephanie on all all her baloney that she's been spewing and within a millisecond she puts Stephanie in the armbar in the middle of a ring all the women in the women's division tried to break it up. You know, I thought it was just good. It's just perfect to have Ronda Rousey within the WWE Universe. Now she's the women's champion. So now more eyes are on her. Now there's a big target on her back. So we're going to see where we go with Ronda from here on until Evolution. See where we're going with that. Uh, what else went down on Raw? Just going through my list, I think I named all the matches except for the main event, which was Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And that main event for the SummerSlam Raw Fallout Show was a perfect main event to start the new season of WWE Raw. Everybody was expecting for Finn to come out on top or cheering for him cuz you know Finn deserved this title shot it's been a long time since we heard Finn and the universal championship in the same sentence so when roman gave him that opportunity everybody was hoping for it to go down that night on raw and we was blessed by it and it did not disappoint it was high action high intensity A lot of emotion going on. You have Braun Strowman come out again at the beginning of the match. And call the guys out in the ring. Telling them whoever comes out on top is going to face him. The next five seconds after that bell rang for the Universal title. Because he doesn't care. He's going to face everybody eye to eye, face to face, man to man. And beat whoever is holding the Universal Championship at that time. But... It really didn't end up the way Braun wanted it to. Because. Froman picked up the win over Finn. Braun tried to rush in. And give his briefcase to the ref. So the ref could ring the bell. But even before the ref could signal. For the bell to start the new match. The shield appeared. And by the shield I mean Seth Rollins. And Dean Ambrose. Appeared on the top of the ramp. With the Shield music playing, and came out and put Braun Strowman through a table with Roman Reigns with the triple power bomb. So we got the Shield back after SummerSlam. We got a new women's champ. We got a new new, new Universal champ. It, oh, matter of fact, I forgot to even say uh, Kurt Angle was just suspended as general manager by Stephanie McMahon because of uh, Constable Baron Corbin. Now, Baron Corbin is now acting general manager. Raw has started out insanely hot. I can't wait, honestly, What's going to go down next week for Raw. So, the the road to Hell in a Cell is going to be intense. Uh, let me just jump into what went down on SmackDown, just to give whoever missed it a heads up. Becky Lynch came back and addressed the crowd. I don't know if they're trying to give her a heel turn, but it's definitely not working. And that's because the crowd's definitely behind Becky. Because when Charlotte Flair came out, that place erupted in booze. I'm just glad they didn't give them an opportunity to talk to each other over the mic. It was just yelling at each other from a distance. And Charlotte ran in with fire and, you know, started brawling with Becky Lynch. The women's locker room cleared out and tried to break those two up. What great physicality going on there. That match is going to lead into uh, Hell in the Cell. I, I'm definitely seeing Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in the Hell in the Cell. So that's definitely going to be a good match there. Uh, I almost forgot about Miz opening up SmackDown. Phew, he has not missed a step with his promos. Just on the fact that he's tried to say that he retired from Daniel Bryan. Was a great start of the night. The way that he spoke about his hand. Is the hand to avoid. You don't want to get punched by the Miz's punch. Because it's going to lay you out. And he put down Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan tried to come out. And say what he had to say. He seemed really pissed off too. But the Miz just kept. You know downplaying what he had to say. And Maurice got in the way. She told him to go home and just retire. Nobody's got to hear from him. And then at that moment. Boom, Brie Bella comes out running past Daniel Bryan. Maurice dodges her by rolling out the ring, but Miz was not in time to leave and took a few shots to the face by Brie Bella herself. And then Daniel Bryan came out, knocked him out the ring, and they announced the first match in Hell in the Cell, which is a mixed tag match. The Miz and Maurice versus... Daniel Bryan and Bree Bella So I, I think that might be a good match Like I told Knott's earlier uh, What else went down Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton Got into another altercation this time Jeff Hardy came out on top uh, It was a You know Singles match between Jeff and Randy Finally And you know After a while Randy Orton Kept pulling on Jeff Hardy's earlobe And they kept cutting to the fans, and you see how the crowd is squirmish with the visual of Jeff Hardy having his earlobe pulled by Randy Orton. But right after that spot, Randy Orton was taken down by Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy, I thought he was going to do his uh, double leg drop on him, but he just stomped on his, uh, his family jewels and disqualified himself from the match. But he didn't let up the beatdown on Randy Orton. He just threw him out to the ring. He was taking him all over the arena. Just beating the living daylights out of Randy Orton. Showing him why it's not the smartest thing to mess with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy set him up on the table. And he jumped off the audio equipment that they have set up on the side of the ramp. Uh, Honestly, that feud between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton is really getting physical and I want to see where they're taking this. I'm hoping if it does lead into Hell in the Cell, I'm hoping it's a street fight with them two. Because that's the only way we're going to finish this feud with Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. And if Randy Orton's coming out on top of that feud, I hope we get a chance to see Willow, aka Jeff Hardy's other alternate persona to appear into the WWE but if that doesn't work, then it's what it is. But I want to see a street fight between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Uh, we had a, a exclusive interview with uh, AJ Styles on SmackDown, which didn't last long because some other Joe interrupted it and placed AJ Styles to sleep and had a personal message for AJ Styles' family. Uh This view of this game, real intense. I definitely see this match going into Hell in a Cell. That's the only way you could have this match end. If it's going to continue for the title, that's even better. That just means a lot more. Uh, Everything's put on the line between AJ and Samoa Joe. And honestly, the SummerSlam fallout on SmackDown... Was the best place to continue it. The way they did it with the exclusive interview. The way it got interrupted. Some old Joe's just antics alone. His, I The way Bing would call it. The caveman antics. Like he's just calling out the family. He's calling out everybody. He's bringing it all on the line. Personal, emotional, everything. So. Uh, it, this match is definitely going to happen again on. Hell in the Cell. Within the Hell in the Cell ring. You know. Uh, just. Anticipate that guys, but uh AJ Styles got put to sleep after that interview, like I said before. And now I'm gonna just bring to you the main event of SmackDown, which was the new day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus the Bludgeon Brothers. And Big E was out due to a rib injury from the mallet that uh Rowan's hit him with during the SummerSlam match. Which made this tag team championship match a no disqualification match. And what a fight it was. We had tables. We had chairs. uh, We had the announce table get ruined. We had the the announcers barricade get ruined. I honestly thought the Bludgeon Brothers was going to come out on top with this win. The beating that they gave Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston was intense. I honestly thought there was a moment that Kofi was out cold, like there was no movement with him. Xavier Woods was trying to put up a hell of a fight, but those are two big guys. I'm talking about Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Those are two big guys to try to really go at it face to face in real life. So Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston definitely put on a hell of a show. And congrats to them for becoming five-time WWE tag team champions. I really hope they continue this free bird movement. I want to see Kofi Kingston get a singles title in the future. Uh man. But SmackDown and Raw after SummerSlam has been intense. It's been a crazy weekend. We've already had a crazy Monday and Tuesday. And this is all leading up to Hell in the Cell, which is the next WWE pay-per-view in September. Well, that's all the recap I got for everybody here. Me and Nathan McFly took care of NXT and SummerSlam. I took care of Raw and SmackDown by myself. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank my partner in crime, Nathan McFly, once again, for joining me at the beginning of the show. You can follow us on Twitter at 20x20 underscore podcast and on Instagram at 20x20 podcast. That's all one word. I'm going to close out this show with a track like we usually do. Thank you, everybody, once again for joining us. On our 16th episode of 20 by 20 podcast. This has been your host LP Dangerously signing off. Until next week guys. Peace.
2: Everything is strange. Strange. That's just a game. Game. Everybody tripping, blowing it away. We was getting. I forget, used to be feeling depressed Now that I'm living, I'm a little obsessed Yes, behind your cozies, I be hitting the jets I'm showing her some love, she be giving me sex Respect the out of nine Don't fuck around and be a victim of your pride Why you lying? Tell the truth to step aside I don't got the time to let it slide Yep, I'm too grounded Push whips that move mountains No cribs, blue fountains These are my surroundings I be going through it, you just go around it. But it's really not that different. When you think about the change, but I ain't the same. Everything's different, I can't complain. You don't know what you miss. Shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on you. Everything's strange. That's just a game. Everybody.